یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے سمیر دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے گسے سے نہیں Hello everybody and welcome to episode 71 of Hoop Darshan. Hoop Darshan! Episode number 71, Karan. Um, can you guess how many people have worn jersey number 71 in the NBA? Uh, Dennis Rodman? Uh, no, he hasn't apparently. Um, he hasn't. It must be <laughs> he, some, he has some won 70s. He has one number in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels like 79, but I'm not sure. Um, anyway, <laughs> there's three players who, who won... Um, 71 in the NBA and they've all got such like old old school 60s names yeah uh, hear me out okay McCoy McLemore wow Willie Knowles Willie Knowles is yeah yeah he's, he's a well known guy Bob Wisenhan so this is like very very 60s names and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. very number 71 like <laughs> so Um yeah not not a not a massive number but i guess that means we're still doing things really well uh, if we're lasting as long as 71 episodes exactly exactly <laughs> well, well, well willie nolls is um is is a legend i think he was one of the first like african american stars in the nba mm-hmm. and he 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 recently passed away but i mean recently just about 10 or 12 days ago right okay. so uh, uh i think he played for the celtics and the knicks mm-hmm. so uh so so so, so th- there is there is some good legacy there ٹھیک Uh, shout out to our bandwagon bucks fans who who became fans cuz yanis has just joined the team <laughs> these are the originals absolutely yeah. absolutely uh, we've got a few few in india related basketball topics to talk about before we get to our special guest section karan um, yeah tim hardaway was in india yeah i call him the crossover godfather <laughs> tim hardaway that that's a great name <laughs> Tim Hardaway the, the original Tim Hardaway not, not not junior who plays for the Knicks and who's uh, uh clogged up our cap space and is you know he's okay but taking a lot of money <laughs> but uh but but Tim Hardaway the the real one who was like a huge star you know for the Golden State Warriors back in the day uh, for the Heat yeah he was in India he did you know the usual uh, he visited Bombay but he also visited your your hometown he's in Bangalore yeah, an official cap uh, of basketball now in India it pretty much is um uh and uh, so i mean i'm glad it, uh yeah it seems like he had a good time and uh, he, he was asked 10000 questions about his crossover <laughs> he was asked, asked a lot of questions about the warriors mm-hmm. uh, about his son it's the usual yeah. uh, the usual circuit um yeah i think the the other news that i'm, sl- I'm really excited about is um of sanjana ramesh I don't know if you heard about this uh, she's she was uh, she, 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 a, a, another person from Bangalore yeah. by the way what's up what's up with you guys what's 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 up in the water there man uh, <laughs> uh, a, a young basketball star from Bangalore who was the MVP of the basketball without borders uh, camp uh, Asia camp in Delhi the women's MVP a few uh, earlier in the summer she's become only the second Indian player after Kavita Kula uh, last year to to get an NCAA D1 basketball full scholarship and she'll be joining Northern Arizona University next year so congrats to her this is such a big breakthrough you know we keep on having these like ambitious dreams about Indians making to the NBA or the WNBA and stuff like that but it has to start start at this level you know at the uh, NCAA level you know and the good thing about this is that you know at least you get a secured education i mean that's the worst case scenario you get a good secured education abroad Yeah, so cool. um so I'm, I'm very proud of Sanjana and um and I hope she you know she she goes out she improves her skills and uh and she has a bright future in Indian basketball too if she chooses to go down that path Absolutely uh yeah that's that's a massive achievement and just the fact that it's it's only the second um second woman who's being eligible to, to take part in 
Um, not just women, second any anyone, you know. Yeah, second no, anyone. No, no, no big right, players yeah. have. No yeah. players have gone to NCAA. So that's true. Um, so yeah, massive congrats to Sanjana, and uh, hopefully, like this is this just keeps increasing in the next few years. More and more Indian players play, um, honing their basketball skills in the US, uh, and hopefully going on to achieve lots more. And I and I hope our guys are listening. The girls are too old right now. You know, yeah. like like there's the, 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 the they're kicking your butts. So so uh, I think there should be friendly competition for as many of both genders to make it to this level. You know, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Speaking of Indian players in the US, uh, Karan, what's our what's our original like original man crush from back in the original day? man crush? Uh, the Indian, the the the, the Indian Kobe. Hashtag the Indian, Indian Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> yeah, what is? <laughs> uh, uh, so, I'm Jodh Singh. Is uh, one of our all-time favorites on Hoop Darshan. Um, is is back with the OKC Blue. He's 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 balling out again in the NBA G League for the second season. Um, it's it's good to see. I, I think that there was a brief period when he, um, you know, he's had a difficult year. Yeah. For all the the BS he had to encounter with uh, the FIBA tournaments, he came back to. I mean, oh, the if you're BSI. following, I I like that. The B- oh, <laughs> that's good. Oh my god, and I. I I, th- I think I think that's gonna be a hoop version permanent here, the BSI. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, he he had to encounter, he had to go through, you know, being called back to India, not being able to play in FIBA qualifiers, then being banned f- from the national team for a year, which is just still surreal and absurd to me. Um, and 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 you know, he, there was some small injury niggles, and th- there was a chance that he might not make it back uh, with the G League. They might not sign him again. But but they brought him back and he's doing his thing. He's stretching the floor off the bench. You know he's uh, he's a uh, uh, stretch four in the purest sense. Yeah. And um, you know, uh, good luck to him for another season in Oklahoma City. Absolutely. Uh, I, I always enjoy watching like mini clips of his that uh, prop up on social media every now and then. It feels like his release has gotten quicker and quicker now. He's just like this sh- uh, spot up sharp shooter, and uh, it's an amazing development to his game. Uh, yeah, you know who could really use his skills? The Indian national team. Uh, I just, why didn't I ever think of that? I, you know what I mean? Like he's he just happens to be uh, the best Indian player out there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, maybe, what the, maybe maybe something for, for for India to think about. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> this is this is like the uh, the the what the BSI have done. I think we're really rolling with the BSI. Uh, what the BSI has done is essentially the equivalent of like maybe US. Saying, "Hey, LeBron, you're banned from playing for us," or like Spain saying, "Hey, Paul Gasol, you, you know, yeah. we don't want you anymore." Or like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's as ridiculous as that. And okay, maybe we should not rant this early into the episode. <laughs> hey, I mean, the next time the Slovenian national team has a camp, like Luca, why don't you come in for the camp? But you know what? We won't pay. We don't play you. It's fine. You know, yeah. we we'll play the rest of the team. You can go yeah. back because we, quote unquote, forgot your paperwork. Got your paperwork. <laughs> Go play for your Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great, great little Luca shout out there. Of course, always. always. We'll come back to Luca later in this podcast. Uh, I want to finish our Indian basketball roundup. That's right. Um, because the 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 BS <coughs> BFI uh, <laughs> held um, held the sub junior nationals, the under 14s, in Kangra in Himachal Pradesh also. Um, there's been sort of a messy situation with the BFI because no one is hearing any news about these tournaments as much. I had to really dig deep to find out mm-hmm. where it's happening, who's winning, uh, because there was really, apart from the, the local papers who covered it in Himachal Pradesh itself, in Hindi, mm-hmm. so I had to like do the translations of that too. Uh, there was very little other uh, information out there. But uh, congrats to the UP boys team who mm-hmm. who won the tournament and the Maharashtra girls team who who broke like I think you know a twelve-year barren period in this tournament to win it too. Um, the, the, these tournaments are always fun. Like the, uh, Kangra has a special place in my heart when it comes to Indian basketball because that was the first um, when I when I started working for the BFI. That was the first uh, road trip I took for work. You know, that's the first mm-hmm. tournament I went to work out. It's just a a sweet little hamlet, and they have one outdoor basketball court in the middle of the city. And it's kind of chaotic, but it's a lot of fun in the evenings. It's just like it's a small town, so everyone just shows up because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. And they 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 watch basketball in this this little, you know, around this little court. So um, 
I'm glad they, uh, after that was almost nine, nine or ten years ago. So I'm glad they they had another tournament there. Um, and uh, congrats to the, the winning teams. Excellent stuff. Sub Junior Nationals is the first time that um, these these kids get to experience national level competition. So it's uh, yeah. It's always nice to hear stories about that. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll see some stars emerge from from this tournament in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. And finally, Karan. Uh, the Mizoram Super League, which we've heard all about uh, when we spoke to Gopal a few months ago, um, yeah. a, a new edition of that is taking place right now, and it's in the final stages. And it's very, very good segue to our special guest section. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of embarrassed to admit that it, it's difficult for me to follow uh, details of this league. Mm-hmm. I think, except for Facebook, where they're very active, social media they're very active. The mainstream media in India just doesn't pay as much attention. Oh, what a surprise. Which is, like, we don't pay which, attention a, to things in the Northeast. <laughs> which is such a pity because really this is becoming, uh, outside of Bangalore, of course, no disrespect, yeah. the, the, one of the capitals of Indian basketball in Azov, in Azov you know. Um, and especially in terms of fan engagement and excitement. Um, so, so you know what we did? We, we, we got you the most popular player of the Mizoram basketball team, um, uh, a living Mizo basketball legend. To come and tell us what we don't know, fill us up on our on our ignorance too about the MSL um, and hype us up for the finals. So um, I'm excited to introduce Lalruna Rentley. So I'm excited to introduce for the first time on our podcast uh, Lalruna Rentley, uh, who really is the biggest star out of Mizoram basketball. Uh, you know, he's one of the best players in the Mizoram Super League, the MSL. Uh, famously, was the first Mizo to dunk in the league. Uh, he was the MVP of last season. His team won the tournament. The, uh, his team, BSA, won the MSL um, last year. And now they're in the final again. The finals are beginning. Uh, I think by the time you guys hear this, they would be just uh, beginning. Um, he was also only the second Mizo to make it to the India's national team probables in 13 years earlier this year. Um, Lalrina has played in the 3BL league for Bangalore and uh, took part in the Hyderabad World Tour Masters. And uh, this is crazy. What makes his talents extra special that he's, you know, he's a multi-sports savant. Like he's sort of a champion of Q sports as well. So I think uh, Lalita, you, you have a lot going on in your life. I don't know how how you have time for all this. Yeah, um, uh, you know, sports is kind of hobby uh, from the start. I mean, for everyone, it's a hobby, and then uh, once you start achieving. Uh, like uh, when you start playing tournaments, you start achieving, then you go on and play bigger uh, tournaments. And I think that's how it went. Well, so I, I want to thank you for, for joining us on, on Hoop Darshan. And uh, so before we get started, like, uh, where are you right now? I, I know the MSL is going on and your team has made the finals. So um, are, you, are, are you still in prep? Are you in camp? Uh, how does yeah. it work? The thing is, uh, Izol is a small town, so basically yeah. we're uh, I'm at home, so uh, I have practice after this podcast. Okay. So we yeah uh, we have one week off, uh, and then the biggest stage will be next week. I'm ready for it. So that's kind of refreshing to get one week off, right, to prepare for the finals. Like you know your. Um uh, it, it, it you sort of get like this after that whole season's gone. Now you get some stress relief to then really yeah, exactly. plan for the opponent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, the thing is, the league is like uh, one and a half months already. I think I'm not sure uh, how long was it, but uh, the preseason was there, so we are preparing for this season, like anything. Mm-hmm. So now that we're on, the, we're in the finals. Uh, I'm really glad that we have this one week rest. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, if uh, the semi-final had gone to game three, this week will be uh, there will be one more game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's good that we sweep the opponent uh, last week. Um. So you guys won the tournament last year in MSL four, and um, yeah. The thing, the the thing is, uh, uh, MSL three last year, I uh, we won it uh, when I played Vikings. Okay. And then MSL four happened this year, yeah. uh, in ja- in January, uh, February, March, and April, I think. So the thing is, uh, next year Federation Cup 
is going to be in my place in Aizol. Oh wow! So they they prepone the MSL five this year, the same okay. year. Okay. Okay. That's that's fantastic. Um, and and uh, and I guess the winners of the MSL will be playing in the Federation Cup, or will they, or will yeah. they be the? Yeah, you're right. You're okay. right. Uh, so uh, so you were in the finals last year. Uh, I mean, or not last year, but it, in the last tournament yeah. against the oh, same yeah. opponent, right? Yeah, yeah. right. So it, uh, you must have some sort of familiarity with this going going into the into the finals again. Yeah. Um, the thing is, uh, the difference between uh, last MSL and this MSL is that yeah. we have American players again. Mm-hmm. Um, so these American players are quite good. I mean, okay. they're obviously they're good. They're professional players, so yeah. they're really good, and mm-hmm. they they make the both of the teams stronger. Our team is also stronger. Uh, the opponent team is also stronger. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what happens. But yeah. It's the same stage, same 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 uh, opponent, so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be awesome. So, why don't you give a little bit of a preview of both teams to um, to you know uh, to fans who haven't been able to follow the MSL as closely? I mean, like for example, I've been abroad, so I I, I don't really know who, who have been the stars of each of these teams. So, so who should we look forward to? What sort of matchup should we expect? Okay, the thing is, in two equals out, um, there are two players who play the three BL. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play for Isles of Legends. Uh, those are they are the key players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Dana and Ara. Mm-hmm. So they have uh, one point guard as well. Uh, he's uh, uh, his name is Faka. He's he's not much experienced, but he's quite experienced in the state inside the state. Mm-hmm. And then we have Desmond, and he's from uh, Phoenix. Okay. So Desmond. Desmond is a six-two guard, so he doesn't shoot much from outside, but he can finish it. Uh, if he can finish at the rim, very strong. He's quite strong in the rim. Uh, he drive in, he drives in, and then he even he when he gets contact, he can finish it. So usually, uh, three the three calls out. They're more of inside players, both uh, all of them. They're not that tall, but. Mm-hmm. They're more stronger in the inside. Okay. Uh, and and what and about your team? What about the BCA? Like, are, are you guys, uh, you know, are, are, are you guys a faster, better shooting team than them? Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, we we're a better shooting team. Uh, usually, when uh, uh, the thing is, we have another point guard. I don't play much point guard sometimes because there's one point guard. Uh, he's a little bit smaller than me. Okay. Uh, but he's really good. His name is Zo. So Zo has been in the um, uh, what's it called? Uh, forgot. Hello, Hello, India. Uh, he he got selected. Oh, he was in the Hello India program. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So he he's that guy. Okay. We have it. He he's in my team. So he's Great. quite good. Mm-hmm. And then there's Matthew. He's one of the tallest Mizo players. He's six uh, five, six four, six five. Okay. So and there's Dennis, uh, uh, Mizo forward. Mm-hmm. So Dennis is like six, six one, six or six one. He's a little bit taller than me, so okay. he can shoot as well. Mm-hmm. So we have guy, uh, this American guy from Virginia. His name is Cameron Anderson. Uh, okay. He's six seven. Mm-hmm. So he can shoot and he can finish inside. Under the rim, anywhere. So okay. he's a strong point, and m- mostly uh, we have Saukin, Saukin Sherry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you've heard of him. He played three BL uh, yeah. for Bangalore Machas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Saukin, uh, he's a great defensive player, mm-hmm. and he can finish under the rim as well. Okay, he can give you strong dunks, and uh, mostly our team, most of us can shoot threes. Okay, so that's uh, that's our strong point, and it's hard to defend when all of them can shoot, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a good teamwork. Uh, usually, we share the ball as much as we can. Mm-hmm. So that's our strong point. We play teamwork. Team. Um, Lalena, like you have been, you know, a core part of. Um... Mizo basketball and the missile for several years now. How have you seen the league grow 
from its beginning up till now now that yeah. it's in uh, yeah uh, the msl started in 2015 uh i've seen so many improvements inside the court um our game has leveled up seriously uh, mm-hmm. it went from uh, a basic street i mean not street ball like you, you understand me this yeah, yeah of course everyone plays outside in the streets to that stage where american professional players come and perform and sometimes the mizo players perform better than those american players mm-hmm. so this this stage uh, this level has been really growing mm-hmm. and i wish uh, more, more indian players can participate here so that India will have a proper basketball league. Oh, yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. We've been we've been uh, daydreaming about India having a proper basketball league for you know since since, yeah, since yeah. we were children since you know. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> Lalrina, I want to get to know a little bit more about who you are and uh, you know where you're from. How did you get into basketball and stuff like that? So Uh can you tell us a little bit about how you were introduced to basketball in the first place how you kind of fell in love with this game Yeah um actually our family is kind of a basketball family mm-hmm. uh we used to uh my grandfather used to have a school so most of our cousins most of us we go to that school we study in that school and we there's a court so we started playing I don't even know how old uh i i was when i started playing basketball mm-hmm. so it's been a long time excellent uh and what about the watching basketball and nba and stuff like that are you into uh, are you into watching that yeah yeah of course uh i've been uh, the i think uh the games i watched the most were like the jazz carmelone and stockton because mm-hmm. uh, they don't my dad that <laughs> yeah, my dad used to watch it, but I I can't remember exactly but I know I used to watch mm-hmm. those games. But what I remember is Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant play. That's what I remember the most. Watching Kobe Bryant play. Excellent. Yeah, uh, do you still keep up with the NBA? Do you have a favorite team of any sort? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I hate to say this, my, but my favorite team is Golden State Warriors. <laughs> I, I it's 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 not hard to believe for, uh, the way you described your uh, BCA team the way you guys play um shooting yeah. a lot sharing the ball it's it does sounded like the warriors yeah exactly uh, you know so, uh, people will think you're a bandwagon or something when you say the golden state warriors like that right <laughs> hey man all i can say is like we were all bandwagoners at some point so like everybody who calls out other people as bandwagoners i'm pretty sure they were bandwagoners themselves so um no, yeah. no big deal <laughs> yeah um and what about uh, what can you tell us about like mizo basketball cuz uh, it, it mizo basketball and just basketball in the northeast it's it's only or uh, i don't know if it's coming up in recent years or we as the rest of india are only discovering it now so what can you tell us and our listeners yeah. about uh, mizo basketball and just the this hoop scene in in the northeast in general okay uh uh we all know that mizo people are short right we don't have like 6 6 6 guys so it's like the tallest guys will be around 6 6 1 uh since a very long time till now also i think we don't have much uh, tall players so uh, the mizo basketball is like a very aggressive basketball we 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 have post players who are around 58 uh, 59 510 so uh it's a little bit different than what we uh what we can find in uh, playing in other states our game is i don't know why, how to say we have a very aggressive game that's what i can say mizo has a very aggressive game do you do you have like good ball handlers is that what special is is it outside shooting because yeah. in in a lot of cases when when you know you lack in height you make up in shooting ball yeah, handling exactly, stuff like that exactly yeah. there are so many good players who can handle the ball very well and uh uh there are short players who can really jump and the shoot uh, shooting wise i think uh 
we're okay. We're not that good, but we're okay. Mm-hmm. And do do you reckon that Mizoram is probably like the is the dominating force in in the rest of the northeast in terms of basketball? Uh there's a there I think there has been two northeast tournaments uh if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think we both uh Mizoram both lost to Assam. Mhm. Because in Assam I think there are a couple of 6667 guys. Sure. So it's hard to play those kind of teams when you're like mm. average 510. Fair enough. Uh but I I think like one of the best stories that I've heard in the last few years is just the rise of um Mizo basketball and just how how big yeah the sport is in terms of like fan uh, engagement and like people coming to uh, the matches and it being telecast on uh, Mizo television and stuff like that. I think that india in general needs to needs to get to know the northeast more in like thousand different things but especially in basketball um what can you tell uh, people who might not be aware of uh, msl or mizoram basketball like what what do you think they should know about um the basketball scene okay there? basketball has been popular since i was a kid i mean it's not not like uh, today but the fans um in msl is crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy uh, there are like thousands of them i think the whole stadium is like uh, i think the whole stadium can admit around 3 to 5000 i'm not sure how much but it'll be full packed i can guarantee And, you that uh, like, no other no other region packs 3000 to 5000 people consistently yeah. for basketball it's which is amazing uh, yeah and uh in the final stage they they used to uh, uh shift the venue to a much bigger place mm-hmm. so uh it's lit man i don't know how to say it. it's like full <laughs> and the fans are not just watching the game it's mm-hmm. the, it's the the stadium is full of energy people mm-hmm. will take uh, drums and everything every sound you can't even uh, hear your teammates speaking in the court <laughs> so it's like all booing cheering <laughs> i think it's even louder than uh, this thing um uh the floors in the nba because nba actually the people are out in msl it's like a closed closed stadium a small stadium mm-hmm. with full people with some big drums and all so <laughs> you can't hear your teammates <laughs> no, I, ca- i can imagine the the atmosphere must be completely electric especially when you yeah. when you got going and you make like a couple of um three pointers or uh, you know just like very momentum shifting yeah. baskets it must be amazing to play in front of that kind of energy yeah. and uh the uh these inter state players we have uh they have problems playing sometimes because they haven't played in such that mm-hmm. uh, energy in yep. in that energy so most players are nervous sometimes mm-hmm. but when they are in the zone you feel off that energy yeah you understand you got my yeah that's the that's the best thing about msl we feel off the energy of the fans teammates it's really good and in terms of uh, the fan bases for msl teams uh, is there is there like a big rivalry or something that we should know about uh i feel the biggest rivalry will be tricol south and mission wing vikings mm-hmm. but the vikings lost in the semi finals so okay. the vikings tricol south will be the best crowd ever mm-hmm. in a msl match so uh these two localities they used to uh, provide bus free buses for the fans mm-hmm. wow. to, the, to the stadium so they are like full two three buses mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was one fight between uh, i think mission wing vikings and uh, tuko sauri if i'm not mistaken mistaken yeah. it was good i mean <laughs> they they cheer for their fan, uh, their, their players their locality players mm-hmm. they're really good awesome. give us details of this fight 
<laughs> I'm not sure about the fight because I, I, that, that's all I want to know about now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they take it very seriously. Um, yeah, we had um, Gopala Krishnan R um, on this podcast about a year ago uh, when he covered the last season of the MSL. Um, okay. And he, he, he talked about you, he talked about the intensity of, of the league there and, oh, uh, yeah. and, and, how, and how seriously you guys take it. And so he also cued me into um, the fact that, that that you really are a major local celebrity in Azov, well. <laughs> not just for basketball but also for for your dominance in Q sports, and which is like very fascinating to me because um, I from from one angle I, I I don't see it I don't see how like um, you can excel in such an athletic sport like basketball and such like a technical sport um, like um, like uh, which one do you play Do you play snooker mostly? Or yeah, um, the thing is, it's gonna be a long story if I say all Wait. of my. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. get, I'll, I'll, I'll get to the story. But on the other hand, it kind of makes sense because you know you have to be a sharpshooter, right? From in, from in, yeah. in, in both ways. Yeah. So, um, so, 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 tell me about your other sports. Like, what, what, what else do you professionally like excel in? Nothing, man. Nothing other than snooker and basketball. I used to play um, football a lot. Every Mizo, usually, uh, I think uh, in general, most of the Mizo guys will be able to play soccer, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I used to do uh, air rifle shooting as well. Mm. So I used to practice a lot, and uh, the state association used to give me uh, all free uh, coaching, everything. And uh, I thought I was going for nationals uh, for air rifle shooting, but then I played snooker nationals first. So after that, I stopped shooting. So everything that involves kind of sharp shooting, you know, football, <laughs> basketball, snooker, air rifles, you know, yeah, I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> yeah, it makes uh, you you can join the dots. I mean, <laughs> darts. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what made cricket in high school? Cricket in high school. Cricket. I mean, yeah, we in all high sort school. Of in high school. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it, is cricket big at all in Mizoram? I mean, I haven't really heard much cricket love from that. Uh, they just got affiliated in BC, under BCCI, so it's starting to, you know, get big. Okay. Mm. And you very recently won uh, a snooker state tournament, right? Uh, it was Northeast Championship. Northeast Championship. Um, yeah. uh, when was that? Uh, a month, uh, two months ago, or a month ago? I'm not sure. So, so right before the missile began, or was it during the missile season? Yeah, it was before the World Tour. Uh, World Tour, three x three World Tour, FIBA, three x three World Tour. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so how do you balance that? How do you balance sort of like shifting focus from snooker to basketball, basketball to snooker, and you know, like yeah. time wise, w- w- what do you prioritize? Uh, the thing is, uh, this question about uh, playing these two sports together, I, uh, you know, people ask me a lot, mm-hmm. but I can't really answer it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, your question, about your question, uh, I used to play snooker, um, and basketball was like my hobby. Mm. But then since MSL, I have this hunger and thirst to go up there, mm-hmm. uh, to be one of the best or to be up there. So I started uh, giving more time to basketball since uh, 2015, 15-16. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the people in your sort of professional snooker circuit it must blow their mind to know your other athletic ability, right? Yeah. Because because everyone in, in the snooker world is very formal. You guys wear nice suits yeah. and you walk around exactly. slowly and you bow down. You know, it's a it, it's a very yeah. like gentlemanly thing. And basketball is the exact yeah. opposite. It's all sweat and tears, you know? Yeah. It's it's really, you know, difficult sometimes when you um when you play snooker and then suddenly play basketball <laughs> because sometimes you need to be you need to uh, feed off of yourself like aggressive or uh, you have to have that certain attitude to play 
more aggressive or yeah, yeah, yeah. stronger in basketball, right? Yeah. I, I, and you're also you play, not you're so cool. You don't. Yeah. I don't celebrate when I shoot uh, when I make threes and all. Oh, because you got the snooker <laughs> mentality. Yeah, I got the snooker mentality. I'm yeah, yeah. so calm inside. And I, but I think that is why I can uh, I can uh, uh, see what's happening inside the court. Mm. I think that's helping uh, helping me a lot. And in snooker, you have to have a strong mentality. Even if you have the same skill as uh, your opponent, mm -hmm. the stronger person who have the stronger mentality always wins. So it'll be funnier if you celebrate it. Something doing something well in snooker the way if you do it basket on the like like you do in the court, so like you know you yeah I mean I I don't know anything about you know any Q sports, but you know you make a game winning shot and like you're down you're down your knees you're celebrating, I think I think that's how it should be. No, I never celebrate. <laughs> yeah, not sure, not sure if I remember much snooker, but I think if you hit like the black ball and the pink ball, it's like a lot of points. Yeah. is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that, that, the that's that's a game-winning three right there. That's a point, yeah. Well, plus in basketball you have to you have to get used to playing with teammates, right? Like, um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're very isolated in snooker. Yeah, exactly. So you try to be calm all the time in snooker and uh, in uh, basketball. So when your friend, teammates are not calm, you try to cool them off. You try to uh, help them. Uh, have a clear mind, and that's what I think. That that's what is helping me uh, become uh, uh, what to say uh, a good teammate. I'm not saying I'm good, but I'm trying to uh, help my teammates get better every single time, especially when they are off. You're very very humble, Alvina. I'm sure your calming effect has uh, has. A really, really important factor in with your teammates, and it's it's amazing how you can switch contexts like that and carry over things that are strengths in snooker to to add a different dimension in basketball. It's it's really amazing. Um, I, I want to talk to you a little bit more about your experience with the national team. So Karan mentioned this some time ago about how you were the only second second only Mizo to make it to India's national team probables in about yeah. 13 years. So what what's that experience like uh, playing with like the rest of basketball elite from from the country and uh, how's that how's that changed your game? Uh, you know, what what did you learn and stuff like that? Yeah, it's a really good experience uh, to be amongst the uh, top players of the country and uh, we have a good co we have two good coaches uh, who's with us we practice like six hours a day I think mm -hmm. because usually it's supposed to be two hours but usually we extend the practices so it was good and it was tough because usually here in MSL we practice like a little bit soft and a little bit you know but Practicing for the country is really different. Mm -hmm. So I learned a lot of things from uh, the camp. And I feel I'm a much better player now mm -hmm. uh, since the camp. And uh, first of all, uh, I thought I was not improving at all in the camp. But after two months, after a month or so, when I played my first tournament again, mm -hmm. I realized that I was stronger mentality and uh, I was more wise in the game. So I didn't play. F uh, I didn't play for the country, but just being in the camp, mm -hmm. uh, I was improving a lot. Yeah, that's amazing. I think. I think sometimes when you're uh, when you're in the midst of like better competition, you kind of push yourself and improve yourself, and you don't really see that yeah. until. You you kind of step away from it and then kind of feel that improvement yourself. With so, uh, I'm not surprised that you <laughs> you said you didn't feel like you improved, but suddenly you see like these new things in your game, um, yeah. which which is yeah. really amazing. Um, what what about um, like playing with the national team? Who, what surprised you the most in terms of like uh, whether it was players or whether it's um, just any sort of experience that you thought like you didn't see and you were kind of surprised with. Um, or maybe who, I was surprised had, uh, with. Yeah, sorry, sorry, go for it. Yeah, I was surprised with uh, 
uh, the friendship. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, we heard a lot that there, you know, there are some distinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you, you, yeah, you heard of it. Yeah. But for me, in my experience, I can get well. I can go along well with every single player of the uh, camp. Mm-hmm. So, I don't feel like a new guy at all. So everyone was really friendly. So that was what I don't expect before going to the camp. Mm. But everyone was really nice to me, and uh, all of I make good friends with everyone. That's awesome. Um, and what about your experience and exposure to the three BL Masters? So what what was that like playing? You know, touring in different parts of the country and playing for um, f- for three and three tournament, which is kind of like a upcoming league and it's um, there's just a lot of lot of action that's happened in the last couple of years in in the three on three space so how did you enjoy that experience yeah um three x three especially three b l uh is the first league in india mm-hmm. and um it's a different format so before i played three x three i feel i feel from the outside i feel like it's an easy game Mm-hmm. But then, when I suddenly stepped inside the court, three x three was far way difficult than I expected. But it was very challenging. It was really uh, good advantage for us because we are we have more speed than most of them. Mm-hmm. So it's a really good experience. But still, it's different. The three BL is still different than the world or three x three. The FIBA World Tour because uh, there are lots of uh, good players. Not that I'm saying three BL players are bad or anything, but to compete amongst the uh, best teams in the world, it's really different and it's a really good experience. And thanks three BL for giving us a platform uh, to be to be able to showcase our talents and. Promoting the uh, basketball, three x three basketball in India, it was good, man. The experience was awesome. Mm. And uh, in three x three World Tour, uh, it was physical, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the foreigners are really strong. They are fast. They don't get tired. It's amazing. And uh, from there, um, I know what. I have to learn more and what I have to work on more, and it's a. I think it's a lifetime experience. Yeah, Lalin. I mean, I was going as as my next as my next question. You know, um, where where do you see your career going forward from here? You know, this year has been a big year. You 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 uh, took part in in the national camp. You took part in three BL. You had two MSL tournaments that you played in, so there's been a lot of basketball for you. Um, yeah. Do you hope to? Uh, did, did did you seriously ever have the ambition of playing for the Indian senior men's basketball team? And now that you've tasted it, is that is that a major aim for you to get there? Yeah, I'm not stopping until I play for India. Hmm. I'm well, not stopping. We need point guards really badly, really <laughs> desperately. It's yeah. it's. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it myself. Yeah, I've seen it myself, and uh, even uh, uh, was our uh, foreign uh, foreign coach? I forgot the name of him. Uh, Zoran Vesic. No, no, no. Scott Fleming. I mean, Scott. Oh, Scott Fleming. Fleming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The previous uh, coach. Yes. Scott yeah. Fleming. Uh, he came to MSL four finals. Yeah. And uh, he watched us playing the finals, and the next day in 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 NBA Junior uh, program. I went to meet him, and then he gave me good compliments. And then he said, "You can be, uh, you can be the among the best point guards in India." He told me that. So from there on, I my eyes are not off for the senior national team. Fantastic, and uh, and and I'm sure that based on your performances here in. The MSL and then the Federation Cup and um, will uh, will you be playing in the nationals too? Uh, my team is going uh, to play uh, for Mizoram. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I haven't confirmed it yet, but I might go. I'm not sure yet, as I, of now. I think I think it's it, it, these are a critical few months, and um, you know we're we're really you know uh, rooting for you and and hoping hoping for the best. And 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 I'm sure you have eyes set on, you know, slowly a lot of Indian players are getting professional opportunities abroad too. Yeah. And I'm sure you yeah. have some eyes set on that as well. Yeah, of course. Um, actually, I haven't set eyes on it, but I've got two foreigners, uh, two good players from uh, America. Mm-hmm. They told me. Uh, they asked me, uh, "Dude, you can play overseas." Mm-hmm. Like I'm like what? I'm <laughs> I'm like what? And they were like, "Seriously, bro, you can play in." Uh, there's so many leagues overseas in Europe, in uh, South America. Yeah, you can get it. Just find the right agent, and uh, they'll get you for yeah, sure. Yeah. I got I got I got like uh, these suggestions to play. Um, some league so i don't know maybe maybe i'll try and play next year yeah but the thing is i have a i have my family i have my wife and my kid yeah my kid is just 6 months so congratulations i, I think thank you i think i'll have to wait a little bit maybe <laughs> i don't know the, i have fly with the baby it'll be fine and uh, it, it if any agents are listening, you'll also show up in local snooker tournaments and dominate, right? It's gonna be. <laughs> this is the two-headed monster you're you're, you're signing. <laughs> oh man, Lalina, thank you so much for giving us your time, especially before practice, yeah. especially before the finals. Uh, we wish you the best, and um, hopefully, I'd, I I hope to be there in person very soon. To hopefully for the next MSL to to um, you know. Catch it with my own eyes to see, see like oh, the basketball yeah. fever there with my own eyes. Uh, uh-huh. Thanks a lot and, and best of luck for all your future ambitions. Thank you so much, Karan. And uh, I like to uh, compliment, give you a compliment on what you are doing, uh, um, promoting basketball uh, in every possible way you can, and for the players as well. Keep doing what you are doing. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Lalina. It's awesome to talk to you. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank uh, Lalina for joining us and c- filling us in with all the MSL hoopla. And uh, I'm I'm having real, you know, fear of missing out of of not being there at uh, f- for the finals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it seems like such an amazing, surreal sort of experience. And especially yep. when you mentioned that three thousand to five thousand people, like I can't even picture that in an Indian court. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I'm pretty sure, like none of those uh, traditional basketball hotbeds like Ludhiana or Chennai have seen that kind of um, that kind of crowd. So I definitely love to experience something like that. And like I'm sure the fans must be like nuts. I remember some of Gopal's stories. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, and especially Lalrina is sort of the like he is he is like a local legend there. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's good to hear from him about his you know his influences his, his inspirations. One of the things he talked about uh, after we stopped recording is um, is how he now considers like Steph Curry to be his hero, yeah. basically his biggest basketball inspiration, uh, which makes a lot of sense because uh, we talked to him also about you know like how his his game and his attitude is very Curry esque, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and the reason uh, I had asked him this question is because I was compiling an, an article about uh, I, I had this like wild idea to you know I wanted to know. All our Indian basketball top players, men, women, past, present, who have been the basketball players, who have been the NBA or WNBA players who have inspired them, you know. Right. And Lalrina is actually the only one who answered Curry. Uh, I think the, the, most of the people I spoke to were slightly of an older generation, so they were already taking basketball seriously before um, uh, Curry blew up. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I think. If, if you guys can go on the, uh, the, the NBA India website and find this article, it's it's just fascinating to hear. The, the, uh, so I spoke to all the top guys. I spoke to Amjot Singh. I talk, spoke to Satnam. Spoke to Vishesh Brigawanshi. I spoke to Gitu Ana Jose, Gitu Ana Rahul as she goes back by now. Uh, Shireen Limai, all the Singh sisters. Um, it's all there. Palpreet Singh, some of the legends too. You know, so they all uh, and and all of them talked about which NBA players inspired them. So. Um, but my big takeaway, Kaushik, is that uh, there's a lot of Kobe Bryant love. There's a lot of Black Mamba love in India. 
hey man uh, kobe brain um it inspires that kind of talk so it's good it's good um i, I feel like kobe gets a, um gets a bad rep these days but it's it was nice to read all that stuff about um people having glowing things to say about kobe so I, i'm i'm a happy laker fan it's you know what it is kobe's bad rep is semi justified on the style of basketball but no one can ever um say bad rep in, in his attitude to the game and i think the majority of the answers were about kobe's determination about like his like never say die attitude and like just sort of like his he's like mythologized right like he is he he's 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 sort of like this mysterious mean guy not mean but you know on on court mean guy yeah who's like um who will do who will do anything it takes to win and who's not going to be friends with you and stuff like that like i i i i can see why people like that you know yeah 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 I completely especially agree. in today's era where you know everyone wants to be like buddy buddy and stuff mm-hmm. like kobe is a throwback you know um which is i mean just a quick tangent which is why people like westbrook which is why people like joel embiid like guys who are sort of like throwbacks in that sense yeah yeah absolutely uh, some of the other answers that i thought were really fun was um like the the women basketball players almost gave better answers than and the men uh, especially like yeah. one, one of uh, them i think shireen it was who gave a shout out to suebird so shout out to suebird yeah. awesome yeah awesome yeah player. yeah there the, there's a lot of suebird love there's a lot of love for uh, elena deledon who now plays for my hometown washington mystics uh-huh. um i love that you're like adopting the mystics but not the wizards yeah That's screw great. the wizards man <laughs> i uh, they're, they're damn annoying but the mystics i'm down with the mystics yeah um uh there's some love for Lauren Jackson who uh, really inspired like uh, Geetu she talked about her mm-hmm. um uh m- my favorite answers were the old school ones so Jess Anchor Menon who's uh, you know who's been on a pack podcast he was an in basketball legend in the 90s he he talked about how he tried to uh, copy Hakeem Olajuwon's post moves mm-hmm. um and uh, uh, Shiva Magan another basketball legend uh, she's she's like a women's coach she was a former captain of the women's team uh she was really inspired by Larry Bird So um the the the, uh, the Indian point guards talked about Steve Nash which is there are good answers they basically uh Akilan Pari and Akanksha Singh both are men and women's point guards were very inspired by Nash so um a l- l- lot of lot of great answers uh lot lot of LeBron lot of um lot of Kobe only one MJ you know o- only o- only Geetu talked about Michael Jordan which makes sense because Geetu is the greatest herself <laughs> well done well done Uh yeah it's, it's definitely an article that I think you guys should check out it's uh it, it tells a lot about like who some of our players are like as you said the point guards went for Steve Nash and yeah. uh the slightly older um, legend in Geetu went for the slightly older legend in in Jordan so there's yeah. there's like a lot of um interesting takeaways there and I think it was it, it was a really good article Karan well done and Satnam Singh uh our first uh, obviously the mo- probably the most popular Indian basketball player when for his counterpart shack makes so much sense <laughs> absolutely uh, in 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 the style and in the body shape and all of that <laughs> 100% 100% so before we round up the nba talk karan um on a scale of like 0 to luka how impressed are you with luka <laughs> <laughs> i think i think um, i feel so justified right yeah. like it i i feel justified and i feel like it it frustrates me how silly people were Mm. to to doubt that he's good at basketball like the kid was killing it in europe like and what you, you think it's more impressive to play well against like uh you know kind of shitty ncaa teams yeah. than against like grown men in europe this is like i i really hate this mentality because people want to be like oh i want to see what he plays like when he plays villanova or whatever <laughs> like that doesn't matter he's he's playing against barcelona you know yeah, like exactly. that's um So anyways <laughs> I'm uh, uh very happy for Luka um Hale Luka if you saw the the ringers hilarious uh, uh Hale Luka was great there was also Hale Luka um Luka Skywalker which the it's a Dallas Mavericks yeah. PR team oh, that's funny. together yeah uh, very cringeworthy but very funny as well at the same time um no I think his like whole his demeanor and his his personality kind of lends itself to a lot of meme worthy yeah. things like this it's it's amazing Um, and i think like my favorite part about uh, luka's game is like more than all the all the stats that he's racking up is just how comfortable he looks like he's yeah, yeah, owning yeah. it like he, he yeah, only yeah. acts like he's the he's it's his the team. main player yeah exactly yeah yeah 
Yeah. I mean, congrats to, to Mavericks fans. I'm I'm kind of angry because they had 20 years of whatever of Dirk. Yeah. And now they get to start all over again with like another guy they can, they can build around. It's just it's frustrating to me that that they that that, that they got him basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was, they had the fifth pick and they ended up with like the game changing player of the generation. Yeah, um, or, or of this draft. Um, he definitely is, um, you know, the rookie of the year so far. Yeah, uh, it's if a good I rookie class, though. It's a very good rookie class. Um, you know, they the Andre Ayton. I don't care about people doubting his defensive thing. Most young players are terrible defensively. Yeah, and uh, he'll he'll be fine too. Um, uh, as for uh, quarter season MVP, uh, Koshik, I'll I'll probably give my vote to Giannis. Uh, yeah. Which way would you, which way would you go? Yeah, I think Giannis has been super impressive, but I, I'd like to just shout out some of the like the other fringe candidates uh, who yep. you wouldn't have thought of as uh, MVP candidates, but like someone like Embiid, I think he's putting like monster numbers up. Oh, of course, Embiid uh, is putting up shots. I, I was gonna give Embiid shout out before you go on. I also want to say that Embiid is already my uh, two and a half month old daughter's favorite basketball player. That's great because, <laughs> because I have a because when uh, I was at a, I went to Philadelphia last year for a game and I bought. Uh, Embiid like plush doll from her wife. <laughs> That's a joke. And and this is before I even knew I was gonna have a child. And my child loves that toy. Like she stares at it all the time. That so is. um, so so she she's trusting the process. That that is amazing. <laughs> and uh, not sure if uh, if I'm making like a bit of a stretch here, but did we hear her um, cooing a so, little bit when uh, when no, we were speaking to Lalrina? No, that was Lalrina's child. Oh, Lalrina okay. also had had baby in the room. I was gonna ask him, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that was Lalrina's kid. Uh, all right, that's fine. That's fine. Leva can make her debut sometime soon. She'll uh, she'll, she'll she'll get her exclusive um, hoop darshan debut at some point when she wants to start talking. Yeah, excellent. we'll we'll do an all MB episode when the Sixers <laughs> make the finals. She, I'll I'll bring her on. Yeah, How about that? That's awesome. That, that, that sounds good. Um, and I think I'll take that moment to like. Um, get on your wife's side and then bring bring her over to Laker Nation. Um, but I should not have revealed that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Laker Nation contracts to Mo, Mo Wagner for making his first two points. I'm excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not as excited as Javale McGee was, but I'm pretty, you know, I'm happy for him. Hey, Javale's been great. Uh, no, no need to know of Javale. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so so uh, which other MVP candidates were you? Uh, uh, I think Anthony speak? Davis is having a, having a baller season too, but his team's yeah. not really like doing as well as they uh, they expected to. So I I feel like that that will work against him. But yeah. it's only it's only a matter of days before he gets traded to the Lakers anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> it's I actually see that happening. I think that's the most likely outcome of all the rumors we hear. You know, Kawhi and Durant and all of that. I think I think yeah. AD is. Is the future Laker? Congrats on that. I think so. There's a there's a very like clutch story behind that. And, yep, yep. Uh, Brandon Ingram will be the the savior for uh, the Pelicans. Yeah, I like Ingram, but let's just yeah. face it. Like I'd rather have <laughs> Anthony Davis on the team. Ingram and Julius Randle can can save the Pelicans. You know. Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> uh, excellent stuff. Uh, I think we'll do a little more like an in-depth NBA thing next time because uh, this episode's already running a bit long. Uh, but yeah, I feel like uh, quarter quarter of a season in the, the seasons always has always delivered on like different different storylines and stuff like that. Um, we know Golden State's gonna win in the end, but uh, at least like the other people are keeping it interesting. That's all. That's all there is to say. It's about. it's a fun wild season. You know the Rockets are terrible, the Jazz are terrible, the Clippers are really good. Yeah. Um, it's it it's it's weird what's happening. The Kings are not terrible. You know. <laughs> um, the, the the East is a lot of fun. Jimmy Butler got traded. Like so much is this is actually uh, th- there's so much happening. The NBA is is really the best league in the world. I mean, I it's it, it's just the best. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, that brings us to the end of episode number seventy one of Hoop Darshan. Um, as always, guys, if you if you have any questions for us, you or any comments for us, hit us up on Twitter. Karan is at Hoopistani. I'm at underscore Kaushik seven. Um, the podcast is at Hoop Darshan. We're also available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, a bunch of different places. Uh, we dominate the the internet the way Lalrina dominates Mizoram Basketball League. So, um, and and two sports and and every sport apparently. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere where there's like some sort of shooting involved, Lalrina is dominating. So it's uh, 
Excellent stuff. Um, until next time then, hashtag India Basketball.